Hello, hello, and welcome to Recent Eats, where we ask some of our favorite people a pressing question. What did you eat this week? I'm your host, Aishwarya Iyer, and I am here today with one of my favorite people and a dear friend of mine, Rachel King. Yeah. Hi, Rachel. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you on. So Rachel was the first person that I actually spoke with about Recent Eats because Rachel and I go way back. We don't want this to turn into some sort of like biography on ourselves, but long story short, we were in business together for a period of time. She was a wonderful business partner. We've been longtime friends. She now lives in New York, lived in LA, and she runs an incredible podcast agency. So when I thought about starting a podcast, I felt so grateful and lucky that I could call upon Rachel immediately. And now here we are. Rachel also, I do have to add, has incredible taste in food. And, you know, I hate the word foodie, but she is one, you know, whether she loves likes to eat. My favorite quote we did on like our Monday sync with our team. We're like, what's the best advice you've ever gotten in life? And I had a real one, but then I also had a fun one, which is Julia Childs. The people who love to eat are always the best people, which is just a fact. It's just true. That is a real, real fact. And so I'm especially jazzed to have you on because you not only have great taste in food, you cook exceptionally well. We still talk about a seven layer dip that you made like when six not? years ago. And you also happen to be in Mexico City right now. So can we talk about that? We absolutely can. This is my annual pilgrimage. I think this is my eighth year coming down. And I try to stay for at least a month and just, I mean, part of it is escaping winter now that I am in New York, but it's also, it's just the best time of year here. It's really, it's the dry season. So it's not raining all the time. It's super temperate. It's dry. My hair loves it. And so obviously the most important thing is the food. And so coming down here to have like a quieter sort of month where, you know, I don't have all the crazy social plans that I do at home and just eat all my favorite things and, you know, discover new ones every time I come because Mexico City just is like just a culinary hub of the world that I, I don't know that a lot of people realize. To me, it's very similar to New York in terms of the breadth and depth of culinary delights that it has. And so where do you stay when you come to Mexico City? Like what neighborhood do you like to stay in? And how do you think about food? Do you cook when you're there or are you eating every meal outside? I absolutely do not cook. I tried one year to be good about cooking and it just made me sad because every meal that I wasn't at like a taco stand was like a meal missed. So I do not cook while I'm here, but I do try and eat, you know, well-balanced relatively, especially in the mornings. And then dinners are like, forget it. I'm eating whatever I want for dinner. But I stay in like the traditional expat neighborhoods. I bounce around Condesa. I love being on Avenida Amsterdam because it's such an easy loop to run in the mornings. And there's so many cute coffee shops and stuff. Aroma Sur, Aroma Norte, they all have different flavors. And so I stay in a different Airbnb every time to kind of get a different little corner of the neighborhood, different coffee shop, different favorite bakery and stuff like that. Amazing. Well, I'm really excited to dive into what you've been eating lately. So you woke up on Sunday morning. What was the first thing that you ate? And tell us in excruciating detail. Yes. Okay. So in the morning, I was craving chilaquiles. So I went to Roma Kiel. They have different kinds. So you can like 
pick the kind of protein that you want, obviously salsa verde or salsa roja, how many eggs do you want, all that stuff. And so they're just like... Like a build-your-own chilaquiles place? Yeah. I mean, within reason. Like, it's still chilaquiles. But they, yeah, they give you some choices, which I really love because sometimes I'm in the mood for just eggs. Sometimes I like a little chicken thrown in there. Sometimes I want the zest of salsa verde. Sometimes I want the smokiness of salsa rojo. So, you know, I love having those options. And then I had had guests here previously, and I was just really glad to have a quiet Sunday for myself. So I went walking all over Roma Norte, Zona Rosa, and popping into cute little stores. I probably walked four miles and like worked up a great appetite. And then there's this fried chicken place called Frito e Corel in Roma Norte that is so good. They have these sauces that are just, I mean, it's all about the sauce, right? Yes, always. Yeah, I popped into there and had the most delicious fried chicken sandwich. And then for dinner... Hang on, on one. We we need to zoom in on the fried chicken sandwich. Okay. Let's talk about what was so great about the sauce. What kind of bread is the fried chicken on? Like, let's go into more detail. So it's a traditional bun. I would say it's like a brioche, the bun, but the fries are also really good. They're kind of like five guys fries where they have a good amount of the skin still on them, which I really like as long as they are still crispy. I don't want a soggy fry. Get out of here. The fries need to be crispy. And theirs are. With the chicken sandwich, I think the fry with the skin on it, but it is crispy and it's hot and fresh out of the fryer is perfect. And then the chicken... They have slaw. They have different kinds of sandwiches, but I like the classic spicy fried chicken with pickles and slaw. It's just so good. And then they have their own sauces that vary in terms of spiciness. And so you can, I think you can buy them too. I love the ratio of the crispy chicken with the bread with the spicy slaw. That's it for me. Yeah, (laughs) I love that. Wait, so coming back to Sunday evening. Yes. What was the rest of your Sunday after the fried chicken sandwich? Yep. What happened? Okay. I usually do have a more balanced eating system, but this was not that day. It was Sunday and I walked a ton. So I just went full glutton on Sunday. So the best pizza I've ever had outside of New York is here in Mexico City. And there's a bunch of good ones. But my new favorite, which actually I think just opened since I was here last year, is called Milk Pizzeria in Roma Norte. And it is Neapolitan style. It's lighter, but it is the most incredible tomato sauce, the right ratio of everything. And the crust is so crispy. I hate when the thin pizza gets soggy in the middle. Their yeah. oven must be like 4,000 degrees because the I'm bottom... I'm sending pizza. an anti-soggy theme. Yes. No soggy fries and no soggy no. pizza <laughs> I just, I think everything should have interesting textures. And with the pizza, you've already got like the, the sauce and the cheese are like chewy. And so you need the crunch to balance it out. And their margarita pizza is one of the best I've ever had. What's the top topping? So it's just fresh mozzarella tomatoes, you know, like San Marzano tomato sauce and and basil. We got the cacio pepe pizza, too, and it was really, really good. It was really interesting. We also got the gorgonzola and onion. It tasted kind of like a French onion soup was a pizza. That one was too rich for me, but I'm also just I'm not a huge white pizza girl. I really want red sauce on my pizza. Mm -hmm. So that might be a personal preference. The cacio pepe was very interesting. But for me, you cannot beat a perfect margarita. So then we end Sunday with a perfect margarita pizza. 
And I did go ice cream on the way home. Ooh, what kind of ice cream? Oh, there's a little place across the street from me called Never Yet. And they have like a stracciatella that is phenomenal. And it's just they have like the tiny little cones where it really feels like it's six bites. So you don't even feel guilty. And it's there's dogs all the time because this is the most dog friendly city in the world. So it's just like a happy place. I mean, dogs and ice cream. Can we ask anything more? (laughs) Right. Like who's that guy who painted like that? idyllic family Norman Rockwell painting or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what does a weekday in Mexico City look like for you? Because I also know you and know that your schedule is insane and you're on calls back to back with your team and with clients. So how do you think about food? What does food look like on a Monday, for example? Yeah. So I really try to structure my days in terms of blocks because I'm most creative and I can do my best like thinking work in the morning. So my ideal is I wake up at seven, I walk butters, I get a coffee, and then I go for a run around Avenida Amsterdam. It's like a mile. So I run around that once or twice, depending on how the altitude is hitting me. We are at 8,000 feet. At home, I can run a few miles. Here, I am crapped out at two miles. It's the best I can do. But that's fine, right? It's good good for the lungs. So then I will rinse off and go to either a coffee shop or one of my favorite breakfast spots and post up there for two or three hours, depending on how much time I have, and try and get some like big picture or vision work or deep proposals, try and get that stuff done in the morning. And then when I'm on the East Coast, my calls are from 12 to 5. So while I'm here, they're mostly from 11 to 4. So that's my calls and meeting time. And I try and get, you know, at least one call in there where it's internal that I can go for a walk with Butters or even get a half hour break in there. So usually lunch does look like even here in Mexico is just like leftovers or whatever I have on hand. So I try and get something fun for breakfast. And then dinner is where I really focus my energy. So after I finish my calls, take Butters for his evening walk, feed him, and then venture off to wherever I've decided to, whether it's a favorite place or a new place, to have my, my dinner for the evening. What did you eat this past Monday? I went to my one of my favorite restaurants here, La Vinaria. It's like a little bistro. And my friend Angelica is here from Austin for it's the art festival this week. It's like Mexico City's South by Southwest. So she is a very talented artist and musician. So she's down here. So I met her and we had a networking meeting because she's getting into podcast land. And so I was introducing her to a couple folks who work for a company down here. And then we went to La Vineria and we got their grilled artichoke, which is just the most insane like artichokes are always good, right? But this is the best I've ever had. It's Why? huge. It must be how they prepare it. It's grilled. It is so like they really season it with salt and pepper. And then they have a lemon vinaigrette and uh, lemon garlic aioli for dipping on the side. Oh. Uh, so again, we come back to sauce. I'm sensing theme. There's the sauce so is much- like it. Seasoning <laughs> and sauce. Like that is everything. And... I love that it's grilled, you know, so it's got that char on it. And then they have a duck confit that is the best I've ever had in the entire world. And I am a big duck confit girl. I will, if it's on the menu, I will always get it. So that is high praise. And we got their salmon as well, just like their house salmon dish, which was phenomenal. Any dessert? Oh, you know what we did? So Angelica is gluten-free and all of their desserts, which are very good, had gluten. 
but they had homemade ice cream. So we got two scoops of homemade ice cream with nuts and chocolate. That that was pretty good. Yeah. Basically like a mini sundae. Exactly. Exactly. And they were so sweet to make it for us because all of their desserts were very carb gluten loaded. But if you go there, get their sweet potato cake. If you are not gluten free, it's incredible. Okay. Okay. Noted. (laughs) Yeah. And then Tuesday. Let's talk about Tuesday. So I went again. Breakfast was just like, I think I just got a baked good and then leftovers for lunch. But then dinner it was Valentine's Day. And so my friend Leslie and her husband, who lived down here, let me crash their Valentine's Day. And we went to a wine bar first. They're both winos. Leslie's studying to be a sommelier, actually. So I love going out with them because they always know the best wine to get, especially Mexican wine. Um, So that is always super fun. So we went to a wine bar called Hugo's first, and we got this incredible Austrian red wine that was a grape that they hadn't even had before. So that was... You know, I'm like, oh, this must be really interesting if they've never had it. And then we went to one of their favorite French restaurants called Bistro Arlequin, and we just got everything. We got tatar. We got this tomato, not tomato, potato, onion, gruyere, melty thing that I don't even know what it was, but it was so good. They've been there a zillion times, so they were just ordering. I got steak frites with an au poivre sauce. Leslie got the duck confit, which was very good, but not quite as good as I Le Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm also just biased because I've been going there for so long and I love them. And oh God, we got other stuff too. We got dessert. We got two bottles of incredible French wine. And so I was very grateful that they let them let, let me crash their Valentine's Day. And they brought their little ancient Frenchie, Jack, who is my best friend after we've been hanging out together all month. So I mean, what's the perfect Valentine's between phenomenal wine, great company, an adorable dog? It was a dream. And I got it was a new restaurant to me. So now I have a new favorite to add to my list. That's great. I mean, we should do an entire episode where we talk about your favorites in Mexico City because it seems like to me, everyone is always asking, where should we go in Mexico City? So Yeah. Well, there's so much. It's really hard to narrow it down. But I am out here doing the Lord's work, figuring it out. Yes, you are. As part of that, you know, it's we're talking in the afternoon right now for you. What did you eat this morning for breakfast? I went to Oja de Agua is like a juice and coffee and breakfast place around the corner. And I got I don't remember what they called it, but it was basically a tiny little skillet with peppers and onions and Canadian bacon topped with an egg and like some sauce that was just really simple. It was really good. Oh, that's so hearty and nice to start. Yeah, and I got beer. a green juice because last night we went full Frenchy food. So I needed to balance that out a little bit. Perfect. Yeah. I want to do a rapid fire with you. Okay. So, okay. I'll ask you a series of four to five questions and Uh as fast as you can, if you can get back to me. That's perfect. Okay. Okay. Best meal you've eaten this year? Oh, I think it's the duck confit and the artichoke at La Vineria. It's just, it's because it's nostalgic for me too. So it's like home. All-time favorite restaurant in Mexico City and then all-time favorite restaurant in New York City where you do live. In Mexico City, it's Maroma, but please don't tell anyone. I don't want it to be taken over the way some of the other popular ones have. And in, at home in New York, it's probably St. Anne's, but Vic's is a very close second. Favorite meal of the day? 
dinner, hands down, hands down. That's it's like my reward for, you know, a productive job well done. Food you'd eat for the rest of your life. I mean, Mexican, I think. And like, I love a cheeseburger, but that would get boring, you know? And Italian, I love Italian. And real Italian's not that heavy, but it is a little heavier. Mexican, I feel like, can be so light. And there's so many way, like flavor combinations you can do. And it's really easy to make. So I think Mexican. Cooking or eating outside? Eating out. I love cooking, but you have to be in the mood for it. And I'm always in the mood for eating out. Yeah, I'm in that boat, too, with you on that one. All right. One more rapid fire. What's your all-time favorite dessert? I think apple anything. Like, I love fruit and pastry together. So, like, an apple crisp or a peach cobbler, as long as it has that cinnamon sugar crumble topping, is going to win the day for me. And, of course, you need a scoop of, like, perfect vanilla bean ice cream on there. If it's the day that it's made or we're eating it after dinner at night, I do want it to be warm with cold ice cream, but I will then eat it directly from the fridge for breakfast the next morning. And I would prefer it to be cold for that meal. That sounds like heaven. And as as the people in my life know, I have a massive sweet tooth. So even us talking about it makes me want to rush and go make one (laughs) or go buy one (laughs) immediately. It does. It sounds really good. The right way to be eating pie. Well, Rachel, I want to thank you again so much for coming on to Recent Eats. And I can't wait until we're in the same city again soon. Maybe even Mexico City. That would be amazing. Yeah, you can take me to all the delicious places to eat. I will. But next time you're in New York, I'm going to make sure that I have a really good dessert place picked out for us to go to. Perfect. Perfect. Let's do that. Thanks, Rachel. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Recent Eats. We're an independent podcast that's truly a personal passion of mine. And so I want to thank and shout out our producer, Evan Lindsay. I would greatly appreciate if you could rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. To stay up to date with future guests, follow us at Recent Eats Pod on Instagram. And you can find me on Instagram at Hello Aishwarya. See you next time.